you've had another really impactful thing that happened to you. So when you got married, your what you found out your that your wife has Lyme disease, Lyme disease. Yeah. And that you've really had to like take on different responsibilities that you thought you never really thought about, I don't know, maybe 10 yeah. years ago, right? And yeah. like the complexities of like raising a family, taking care of your wife, um, doing a job. Um, and then also like helping yourself, right? Giving yourself some self-love and self-care because those are all things that we forget to do when we're taking care of other people. Mm, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And this, uh, it's funny because this doesn't feel like work to me, like doing this. This is self-care for me because this brings me so much joy. Like I'm, I'm, I feel like a golden retriever. Like I'm just excited to see anybody. I'll just talk to you. And like, that just gives me, <laughs> gives me joy. And I need people. I need people. I tell, I tell one of my best friends, I was like, I need you in my life because there's sometimes I make friends with people who are just going to like take and take and take. And I don't, I don't see those things about them. I've gotten a little better about it as I've gotten older, but I'm still very much like, Oh, new person. How are you? You want to be my best friend? Come on over. Let's go. Aww. And and then later they'll be like, hey, buddy, he's killed like three people. You might want to like <laughs> not invite him into the house or something. And I'm just like, oh, really? He's such a nice guy. We talked about Ninja Turtles for like an hour. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So when my wife, uh, my wife, since she was, God, when I kept saying that, I kept thinking of Borat, my wife. Sorry. Um <laughs> This Man, is about knowing. Man, you're killing me. Yeah, well, this is this is the, like I said about knowing how to use your ADHD. For, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, um, yeah. So she, uh, I, I'm gonna tell you this right now to anyone listening. If you f- have ever felt just just constantly you're 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 tired, you have sudden allergies to n- foods that you've eaten your entire life. If uh, you you can't seem to get over just like a normal fatigue it doesn't matter how much you sleep if you have sudden mood swings depression um if if uh little random things if if you notice like your nails and and hair have suddenly become very brittle um you need to go check out with a functional medicine doctor someone who's going to look at your whole system everything and not just try to throw pills at you to manage the symptoms they they need to look at exactly what's going on and it's really infuriating i'm going to say how difficult it is to find functional medicine doctors but i have found a couple and there's one that's national um or at least becoming national it's called index health and i know and i don't want to overstep if this is a psa you can't you can't you know put on but index health um it is virtual it is with a functional medicine doctor. They do tons of testing because I can almost guarantee there are more cases of Lyme disease out there than most doctors will tell you. And that includes to, and, and this might, I will say this might be overstepping a little, but MS patients have a functional medicine doctor look at you, test your gut bacteria, anything that's going on, because Lyme disease is what they call the great the great uh, pretender it it can take on so many symptoms for other chronic diseases and doctors will just look at it and be like you're probably just too stressed or you know you're probably just not getting enough sleep or you know you just 
don't eat dairy anymore. <laughs> like that, that it's so funny how like so many doctors will be like, like this hurts, and they'll be like, all right, just don't do that anymore. Rather than like this hurts, and then figure out, all right, well, let's find out why that hurts. And like, let's look at what's going on. Okay, oh, you're not getting enough of this, you're not getting enough of that. And that that should solve your problem. And how often like the Medicare system will just completely, especially, I'm gonna say, especially women, the Medicare, the medic, the the medical system will dismiss you so often and it's so infuriating and know that, you know, especially for, for husbands and partners, because husbands and men in general are very much like, you got a problem. I'm going to solve it. And, and, you know, loving your spouse and, and wanting to solve the problem and then going and solving the problem for us would be, let's go to a doctor. And those doctors just saying, you're just stressed or mm-hmm. you're just not getting enough sleep or, or something like that. It's such infuriating bullshit do not take that as your diagnosis that you're just you know you're over you're overworked overtired or stressed guaranteed you know we all are but there's something more to it so um yeah my wife uh has for years complained about feeling chronically fatigued uh anxious um depression and 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 not not knowing where it's coming from, like, and having very logical reasons for some of it. And, and then other times it's just like, like even something small, like heart palpitations, just being like, I don't know, all of a sudden I'm just getting like these flutters. And we have come to find that like Lyme disease is rampant. It is not just like a nor like a Northerner problem. It's not just a New York or Connecticut, you know, that Northeast problem. It is everywhere. And um, it is difficult to find anybody who actually knows how to, you know, even recognize it as a thing. But the CDC does. The CDC says, oh, yeah, we totally recognize. Like, if you got patients coming in and they're complaining about this, this and this and this, don't just, you know, send them away or dismiss them or give them caffeine pills or, uh, you know, even like treat them for, you know, MS or something like that. Like, look into that. Look into their bloodstream. And we have confirmation that there are chronic Lyme disease um, uh, uh Sorry, chronic Lyme disease. Um, oh, what's the uh, what's the word? God, my ADD. I don't know. Uh, yeah, chronic Lyme disease cases. I'll just say, cases. Um, that can can be there for years, for ten or fifteen years, because Lyme disease it can hide in everything, and it's just bacteria, and and co infections, and it can just wreak havoc on your body. It can cause random inflammation. You can suddenly like you can eat. There's some people who get Lyme disease and they suddenly have are allergic to meat. Whoa. And it, it is it is rampant. It really is. It is out there. There's a great video on YouTube where this guy's like, Yeah, we need to pay attention to the tick problem. He literally is walking on a on a paved path, you know, and it's surrounded by grass with a white bed sheet. And he walks down this path, and within like three minutes of him walking, he holds the bed sheet up and there are thousands of ticks wow. on this thing. And the thing about it is not everybody gets the bullseye. Not everybody gets like the, the big, you know, oh, look, a tick bit me. There it is. That's what I got. It can be look like a mosquito bite. It can look like a little red mark. So, I mean, I'm just going to tell you, like, this is a PSA, like, just get out there, get yourself tested. But yeah, I um definitely when, when I got married and I thought, you know, what married life was going to be like and my role as a man, that completely went out the window. Um, and I will say like, it's actually made me more like, not angry, but just like passionate and encouraging to men to step up 
and 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 do more in your house because it's not that hard, guys. Um, like it's so funny now when I meet other men who are like, "Well, I don't know how to pick up my little girl's hair, like put it in a ponytail or braid it." What? What are you talking about? I was like, "You know how to tie a fishing line, though." Or like you can talk to me hours about like, oh, this is how cables should be wrapped and hung up on a nail in the garage. You can't figure out how to put your little girl's hair into a three-part braid, dude. Like, do better. <laughs> or like you mean guys who are like, you know, oh, like I don't know how to cook unless it's on a grill on open fire and flame in the woods with a bear. <laughs> it's just like, bro, just it's just put whatever you want to make. And just get it hot. That's all cooking is. Like you just take something, you put it on heat, and add salt and pepper. At least you're on the you're on the right path there. Like it's not rocket science, and it's just weird to me what men where men draw the line. And it's such a strange like uh, it's weird to say that there's still like this kind of toxic masculine masculinity kind of you know. And it's not. It's actually a lot of it's not toxic. It's like lazy masculinity. It was like, <laughs> dude, we used to we used to hunt like we, like we used to do stuff like to survive for our family and provide like, and you're selling me you're afraid of the stove, like in, in grocery shopping, like, dude, like do better. And, and cause uh, you know, when, you know, my wife's not feeling well, when she's, when she's down and, and she can't do like it. Yeah. It's, it's up to me. I, I gotta get the girls up. I gotta get them to school. And I had to learn how to, you know, braid hair, you know, brush hair, how to wash hair properly. Um, you know, cause hair is, it's, it's super important. And I, I want my girls to look good when they, I don't want them to be like the ratty smelly kids like that show up and the teacher's <laughs> always like, Oh, here she comes. Um, <laughs> and, and it's, it, and what's funny is like when I, when I finally got into it and I really, I learned how to cook, like really learned how to cook like now to a point where like you give me five or six ingredients and I'm like, all right, we can do something with that. Um, or like, you know, little small projects and stuff like fixing toys and, 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 and things like that. I realized like, oh, it's not hard. It's just wasn't in my field of interest before, but now that I know it, it's not difficult. And so my whole thing to the young men, especially is like, bros, it's not difficult. It just wasn't in your wheel of interest. And you just need to step up and do it. Like give a hand, like, you know, learn how to put together like more than just cereal or heating up a can of soup on the stove like your kids need you and your wife needs you or your partner needs you you know your spouse needs you men women whoever it is but like we have these weird definitions like oh that's the woman's job and it's like no it's not it's like we're all into the same house right because like if you want to talk about hunter gatherers stuff like that or whatever like no one's going out and shooting the deer and then skinning it like that was just his job or her job or whatever it may be no we all have McDonald's down the street and Wendy's or all that stuff. And we all have Publix's and Instacart and Uber eats, like figure it out, bro. Like you want to be a man, like figure it out and stop making excuses that, Oh, it's supposed to be her job. It's like, that's that absolutely really ridiculous. Re- relationship with your mom and dad. You're I don't know so where you want to go with that. Like some of the lessons that you learned from just growing up, do you think that some of that, comes into play now with your married life and, and taking care of your kids and taking care of your wife and, and, and stepping up or was that something that you had to kind of learn along the way? I've definitely always been a helper. I've definitely always had at least that mentality of, Oh, like somebody needs something. I'm going to do it for them. I'm going to try to figure it out. I think where the growth needed to happen was as a man, 
in realizing that there are times when my wife wants help in actually doing something, me physically going and taking care of something. And when she wants help of just letting her vent and letting me listen. And then that's, that's helpful too. And then going and doing something. And I still have to stop myself now because I will say it's just like naturally when I think for a lot of men, I'm not going to speak for everyone, but for a lot of men, when they, when their wives come to them, they're like, this hurts, this is a problem, or we need to do this. And they're just like, okay, go. And they just run out the door and, and they just, they want to just take care of it. They just want to solve the problem. And I think for me it was like, was, was a hard thing was no stop stay listen and hear the whole details and i still struggle with that too because i want to solve the problem as quick as possible um and and for me like i think in my growth it was to say like okay no i need to now pay attention not just to the physical needs but to the emotional needs and and the spiritual needs and the psychological needs and 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 that to me paints a a, a more healthier picture for the identity of what a man is than i think most you know whatever modern you know media or what people see on youtube or tiktok and 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 what they think okay this this is a man this is a real man and i will say there are some dudes on youtube and tiktok who are now famous for like oh my i got really angry at this one there was there's this guy he's like why would i stay with a woman who already has a kid and he goes through this whole thing. It's like, oh, I get invested in you and I get invested in this child. And then you decide to leave me. And now I'm have all this emotional investment that's suddenly torn away from me. And like, and I was invested in, you know, in, in all this. And he kept talking about investments, investments, investments. And he's like, and now I got it. So why would I, why would I start dating a woman with a child? And what I heard was, oh, you're too, you're, 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 you're too scared to actually be what they need. You're, you're actually not man enough. You're actually not capable enough. And, and what I'm hearing is you're terrified of them wasting your time and you're completely missing the point of what a meaningful, deep relationship is supposed to be. So yeah, don't actually don't do, don't waste her time with you and don't waste that kid's time with you. Let them move on and go to an actual grown up. And not just a you know a, a whiny child who who who's worried about their Preach. video game time being interrupted <laughs> too often. <laughs> that, yeah, <laughs> I, I I just love your insight, and I love that like how much you love your wife and your girls and yourself, right? You you give them something that I'm gonna say like a lot of men don't do and or don't have the intuition to do. And I, I, I just think that your message is really important is that like yeah. men need to step the fuck up, mm. right? Like find, look inside your soul, figure out what your wife needs, what your partner needs and, and like help the fuck out. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I, I guess I see that more now in this generation than I did so much in my generation, right? I'm mm. I'm a lot older than both you and Dirty Skittles. Yeah, dude, I'm 60. 60. <laughs> okay, but like I don't remember like growing up, I didn't I don't remember like my my dad or my you know men in my that I was growing up with that would step up and do things like that, right? Mm. But as I look at the you know, generations after me, 
you know, they're starting to pay attention a little bit more. Yeah. And and understanding that they have more than one job, right? And maybe that it's not just going to work every day, but you have a job of like caring for your family, caring for mm. your wife, your partner, the kids, not just mowing the lawn, painting, fixing stuff around the house. You know, learn how to fucking cook. It's not that hard, believe me. And you know yeah. what? If you if they, all you're gonna serve your kids is, is ramen, okay, maybe get a cookbook. You know what? YouTube has a <laughs> lot of videos that are gonna teach you how to yeah. cook, believe me. But I, I I so I like commend you, man. And like you you have so much energy and so much to offer, you know, our listeners and you know, people, you know, the kids that are growing up, right, that are coming through, finishing high school, you know, yeah, moving on to their life into college, becoming, you know, young adults. And I, I just think that this message is really important. And as far as, like, the Lyme disease, I live in upstate New York, right? We live on eight uh, forested acres. Oh, my. Whenever we go out, we check for ticks as soon as we come back. Yes, do. Yes. Yeah. Every time. Every time. And, um. And and I sorry and I, I want to mention like I'm I'm still figuring it out I'm still I still struggle with I think very natural like with feelings of self worth and and anger and and I try to you know and but the more important thing is is that when my wife sees me when she sees as my partner as my friend sees me reaching limits sees me reaching points she tries to calm me down bring me back you know re-energize me. In those ways. And that's, that is the truth of, of, of a healthy relationship is when you have a partner, best friend, man, woman, whatever it may be, uh, when they are able to see you and see where, when you're reaching breaking points, they're able to help you either, either bust through, just get mad, yell it out, scream it out, cry it out. If that's what you need to do, do it. I'm totally an advocate for like, if you feel like you need to cry, don't hold it in. That's actually, that's hurting you more. Cry. If you feel like you need to go scream, <laughs> scream, like just do it in a healthy way that isn't, you know, scarring your children or scar <laughs> or hurting your partner. Um, but do that. And that to me is, is the, the goal of, of, I think in, in the, the picture of what a, a partnership looks like in a relationship is, is those people, they know you to a point where they, they see, they see you, they see where you're at and they're either able to help you break through it and get over it, move on or to like bring you back down. Cause I mean, yeah, I'm still, I'm still a man. Sometimes I still get upset. I still get angry and I still, you know, have aggression that I'm often like, wait, why am I, why, why am I this angry? What about that made me this angry? And I think, you know, we all have trauma, even, even in the happiest family in the most perfect environment that you can have grown up in, there's still trauma. Maybe you watched a movie too young and now that scarred you. Maybe like someone on the street said something to you weird and that has left its mark on you. Like it might, it might not be even like within your, you know, nuclear family. Um, but everyone has trauma. Don't avoid it. Just roll with it, experience it, talk through it, work through it with a professional, with your friends, um, with your community and, and, you know, just, you know, learn from it because that it, it, it's there. It's not going to go away. So use it to your advantage. Just like my ADD and my ADHD isn't going to go away anytime. I'm trying to use it to my advantage and hopefully to the generations after me that I can be like, okay, well, here's how you deal with that. You don't feel like you can get something done. You can't focus on something. Do this, this, and this, and this, you know, 
and you know if it, if we want to talk about generational purpose that's that's a lot of it is is you know maybe you're not perfect maybe when you pass on from this time on earth maybe you weren't perfect by the time you got to the end of it but hopefully you did you moved the marker a little bit ahead you moved you moved progress and so then maybe you you know your your kids are a little less of that of you and then their kids will be a little less and then a little less and a little less and we'll just get better and better and better through generations that's amazing as we thank go you on. For, so, for sharing your story that, for sharing for all me, of that so. i mean <laughs> we need to have you back you're so insightful and uh, yeah like that's man i yeah. was already thinking like dude we need oh thanks <laughs> we need to bring you back <laughs> we do yes <laughs> we, we need to bring you back but i also want you to plug your um your podcast oh thanks and, yeah and where people can find you yeah so we are so we do a podcast i do a podcast with my two uh two best friends um tyler and trey it's called nostalgia land uh podcasts uh we release uh new content every friday we try to at least this week we're doing um well this week we just released uh, Ernest scared stupid uh and we had hocus pocus and we're doing our halloween next up is adam's family and beetlejuice and and really like i said like this is my outlet this is something that my wife knows this brings some joy, this re-energizes them, this refuels them, uh, is just, you know, we were having these idiotic yep. conversations all the time around dinner tables and friends. And I just one day <laughs> thought, let's just record this. Let's just put this on. <laughs> let's put this down somewhere. Uh, and maybe other people will, uh, will enjoy it. But yeah, it's, it's so far, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of, um, uh, nostalgia. We try to talk about everything from eighties, nineties, early two thousands, and even before that. You know, in, even into the sixties <laughs> and fifties of some of those weird, wonderful sci-fi movies that are back there. We have those on the docket. Um, yeah, like there's just a lot of strange stuff about. I want to say about the last hundred years. Uh, you know, from the invention of you know motion pictures and television and media to now. And it's just worth talking about. It's worth it's worth pulling back up and being like, "Hey, remember that? That was weird." Let's 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 work through that. Maybe that's where that weird your your weird you know trauma against you know mucus came from or something. Because we watched we rewatched uh, Ernest Scared Stupid, uh, and and I had to say I remember I didn't remember this character. And the moment I put it on, I went, "Oh my god, that's why I'm uh, terrified so of looking under my bed." Okay. So, <laughs> so um, we don't, um, Bryce, you can cut this part out, but uh, Matt, I'm going to um, introduce you to Katmandu. So Katmandu oh, yeah. is, he's my friend Brady, and he's a film student now at Ithaca College. Oh, cool. And you two would hit it the fuck off. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to introduce you because he, you know what, he kind of needs he needs some inspiration from um, men that are a little bit older than him, right? He mm. doesn't know, he mm. didn't know his dad. He grew up with his grandparents, but I think that you could offer him a ton of inspiration mm. and um, I think it would be really good for him too. I would love that. Yeah. I'd love to, I'd love to chat with anybody. And that's what I think I love most about it's something I didn't consider when, when doing this, when doing the internet life uh, is, mm -hmm is is the community you can suddenly grow with online like this is it's so cool 
to have found you all and to realize, oh, we have a mutual friend, someone down here. And and then and then I love the work you guys are doing and that yeah. this platform is is available. Yeah. And and what's great is that it will always be available, you know. Yeah. 50 years from now, someone might go like, you know what? I was scrolling through the archives of the Spotify podcasts and I found this, you know, shit goes on in our heads and it really, it helped me. And I think that's, you know, I I think that's such a wonderful, beautiful thing that this will outlive us, you know, in the digital realm. It totally will. Yeah. And you're going to get another email from us because we totally want you back. Dynamics, right? Because like you, I, you're, you have such good energy, Matt. One. You really do. And you maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would love to. Yeah. Oh, man. I have a lot to talk about with this iPad generation. You know, kids born 2005 to now are now 18. Is that right? Am I doing that math right? Yeah. 18. Yeah. yeah. And and they never known life without an iPad. And I I have witnessed and noticed the significance, or or not just an iPad, just a device. Witnessed and noticed the significant impact yeah. I think that's had on this generation. Yeah. There's a lot to discuss there. I uh, and uh, you know, it it's it's you know, in some ways it's okay, this is a wonderful embrace of technology in order to you know they'll you know to prepare them for the future but there's so often it's it's actually just yeah. made them so fearful and anxious about doing anything yeah you know because i think you know they they when you give a kid unlimited access to the internet like they're gonna yeah. they're gonna hear ideas and thoughts and sounds that are gonna scare them that are that are young minds weren't ready for and I mean, it, it's it's heartbreaking mm-hmm. for me to to see how many kids like they don't want to get their driver's license because now they're afraid to drive. They don't they don't know what they're doing because literally you have this impact on a culture, an entire generation, where it's like, okay, you can either a go to college, like study in high school, get good grades, go to college, spend a ton of money, get that amazing degree that you want to do to be a professional in, and then you know get hopefully get the really good position in the job and pay that off and start making a really good living. And, you know, be able to buy the house, car, what all, you know, the American dream, which is problematic in itself. But anyways, um, uh, you, you can do all of that work and it can take you maybe 10 years to get to a point where like you're, you're, you've made it, you're doing it. Or <laughs> you can go record yourself farting on the internet and get millions of followers and start making a bunch of revenue from that. What do you want to do? I I yes, love this. See, you. this is why we need you on the podcast yeah, thank again. Thank you so much. I love you so much, <laughs> and I I thank you so much, Matt. Oh man, thanks for putting up with me. No, I, I love okay. you guys too. Thank you for for having me and putting up with me. I, I know I ramble a bit, but again, it's <laughs> using the ADHD you so for much. hopefully I for good. It's okay to be not okay. Just make sure you're talking to someone.